Chapter 18 When men lose touch with the Tao, they focus on legalism and charitable giving. This leads to scheming, then great hypocrisy ensues. Genuine love breaks down in a family, and then relatives start to insist on family obligations. The nation falls into chaos, then people insist on partisan loyalty. I mean, this chapter clearly is talking about what happens when, you know, we're, we lose touch with the Tao. And so when you're in the Tao, I mean, I would say that there's not really a, a selfish bone in your body, that it's, you realize that we are all one, we are all connected, and you don't need rules because you would just, out of just the naturalness of who you are, you would want to take care of other people, you'd want to do you know, the kind things, the right things, it just happens. And when we lose touch with the Tao, we kind of have to, we have to form rules and we have to teach people how to be nice. And when we start to go down that route and we have to form these rules, then also, you know, those people start to realize often how, you know, where are the loopholes? How do you get out of, um, you know, like, how do you get out of this rule? And, And so it doesn't have to apply to me. And, and then that's also when, that's where the scheming comes in. And then hypocrisy also, where we'll say we'll say to do something or that we should do something and then we do other than that and we don't, you know, always live out <laughs> the lives that you know we're we're even teaching, say, our children uh, you know, who to be, and that's the hypocrisy there and and real love breaks down and when you don't have you know, real love in a family, then all you have really is obligations of what you, you know, what you're supposed to do. Not, it's not a, something that you just own as part of who you are and who you want to be. It becomes, you know, what you have to do. Uh, And anyways, I, and I see this and it really reminded me of uh, some research that we had read on a book that by Alfie Cohn and he talks about unconditional parenting and with it uh, he talks about sort of how when we uh, use reward and punishment for training our children that actually we're kind of doing them a, a great disservice one because you know they they start to process more of a, a transactional love where they get you know rewards and punishment based on their behavior and so they might think of it as you know love or the withdrawal of love that we would have in order to get them to behave instead of just actually um you know unconditionally loving your children no matter what but we do teach them that behaviors uh, you know may may not they're not good necessarily or whatever but that it's not based on what they're doing. It, it, we, we love them for who they are, no matter what. And part of that is then teaching them to intrinsically like own their values and own what kind of person they want to be, rather than just being taught how to follow the rules. And when you take the time as a parent to actually help your children internalize their values, and that can be hard work because it's not just based on here you know here's you did a great job you know here's this toy or here's this cookie or whatever um or the sticker um and that can be an easier way to encourage behavior but really you know having conversations and explaining why we do things and you know why is it that we apologize after hurting somebody so they really understand rather than just you know that you must apologize that kind of thing um you want your children to 
actually internalize the values because then it, on the other side, you know, it becomes way much less work, first of all. And second of all, at a certain point, you're no longer going to have your children underneath your charge. And we've been around academics and, you know, church and stuff long enough to see what happens when you get young adults that finally for the first time are out on their own and they haven't internalized values that, you know, they start to think of it as freedom and they can do whatever they want. And, you know, they have, there's a lot that they'll have to learn the hard way when they haven't already internalized the values that their families want them to have. I'll tell you a quick little story that was a little, you know, proud mama moment for me. We were walking in the park and there was a sign that was knocked over that showed the directions for the different pathways. And my oldest son didn't even skip a beat. He just goes and picks up the sign. He, you know, digs a little spot so it can be pushed in a little deeper and he, he really nails it in and, you know, and anyway, puts it back up. And I was so happy because he wasn't asked to do it. I, you know, I didn't have to ask him. And in fact, I kind of, I started to walk right past it and, you know, he made a point to make sure to, to stop and, and fix it. And, and I was just really proud at that moment where I realized, you know, he has internalized this value of, you know, keeping, you know, this community space looking good and, and that people can know where where to go, what direction to be in. And, and that that was just something that, you know, he took on himself that he just, you know, that was just part of who he was. You know, why is it that we, you know, we behave this way or that we do this sort of thing, that we care about other people? And so it's not just the actions of, you know, doing it. It's, it's also understanding, you know, what it is behind it all so that, again, we're encouraging them to own their values and internalize it. And rather than just by following directions, what would look like externally that they, they were. Well, I hope that you have a great week and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.